0: I am so excited for my next guest today, Lamora Morgenstern, because I believe she's got a really special love irony that she's going to be sharing today. But first, a little bit about Lamora. So with over 14 years of experience, Lamora has become a distinctively inspiring powerhouse of strategic and creative thinking. She is now launching a new brand. It's a sister brand to her Company LMD Designs, which is called Nuke Innovations, and it's the newest initiative for brand strategy and brand management. So I am very excited to hear all about Lamore and uh, what she does. But you know, more importantly, what are the Myronies in her life? So let's go meet her. Hi, Lamore, and thank you so much for joining me on That's Myrony today, as um, I've, I've already given a little bio, but of course, I want to hear from you directly, you know, how, uh, well, really, your whole story, and I know there's some beautiful myronies that you're going to share today.
1: Yeah, my life is, uh, it's like a necklace, that's so all kind of beads that's connected together, and um, and I think the first thing would be my soulmate. How did I meet my soulmate? And I think I told you before, um, it was an interesting thing to pick and find that soulmate is really important for me. Yeah. And to understand that this is the thing that I want. Aww. And it's important to understand that. And when people ask me, how did you find your soulmate? I said, first of all, I understood that this is something that I really care about. Uh This is something that I want and I want to be in my life. So this was the first step. The second step is I worked with a healer um, for I think two months before we started to see um, visions of my soulmate before I met him.
0: Well, I actually, before you go into your beautiful soulmate story, I just want to go into, you know, where you grew up, um, you know, like a little bit more on your your earlier background.
1: uh, I grew up in Jerusalem. Uh um, I don't know if you know a lot about Jerusalem, but Jerusalem is kind of the belly button of the universe. You have three religions. uh, There is a lot of energy there. And it also attracts a lot of people with faith. Yes. Um, I I do know that. I mean,
0: it's meant to be the holy city, like of the world (laughs) and at the holy Mecca, you know, in that sense. And, and it's so beautiful. I actually just, um, uh, actually just this past week, weekend, um, Ellie Goldsmith, I just interviewed him. So that was, uh, that was really wonderful being able to connect. He was the first person I've connected with, you know, from the podcast from Jerusalem. And so now here you are literally, you know, right after. And so, so you got, to, you, you grew up in Jerusalem.
1: Yes. And, um, I think after a while I knew that I'm, I'm going to live somewhere else, but it took me a while and okay. I moved to Tel Aviv because, um, working as a creative, um, led to Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv is like New York, it's the, it's the capital of business, so um, I moved to, New, um, to Tel Aviv, but one of the interesting things about, uh, if we talk about irony, my first job, I really wanted to work five minutes from work,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that was my goal, I wanted to live close that I can walk, walk in the morning with my coffee to work, And I found it. I found a job, a flute studio that um, I stayed there for eight months and sharpened my, I didn't come from graphic design, I came from fine art and uh, television and I had all kind of merchandising history in my life. So I've done a lot before I got to um, virtual design and and digital transformation and working on websites. While I was working there, I knew that this is not the place for me, So I started to look. And then I remembered the first time I was interviewed going from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv, I was in a graphic studio and it wasn't the place for me. I, I didn't feel the energy. The guy, when I showed him my portfolio, he looked at me and said, what is this? And I said, no, but, You know, you can build it this way. I was so excited, and I understood that he's still in the two-dimensional, he doesn't see digital transformation as it could be. So I sat outside, the interview was five minutes. I said, I don't think it's the right place. But I looked at the building, I said, Oh, I would love to work here. Such a cool place. All the internet uh companies and technology, and you know, the high tech was the high-tech hub. And this is where I wanted to be. Well, what happened eight months later? I was in the same building, just the third floor. And that's where-
0: Oh, wow. Yes. So you are, Lamora, I have to say, before we even dive even more, you are a master manifester. You Yes, you think it, you create it, you believe it. And oh my God, how beautiful.
1: Okay, so so- My advice is to anybody who hears this, First of all, see with vivid colors, because what happened was I was sitting there, I was still smoking at that time, which I gave up later, but I was sitting there waiting for my friend to come and pick me up. And I didn't live in Tel Aviv at that point, but I was sitting there and I said, oh, it's so, you know, people walking in the street, I could see myself working in the office, going for lunch. I could see myself driving every morning to the hub of technology. And that was, and I think that's what people don't understand. We can create, we manifest every day. We manifest either positive things or negative things, but we do manifest. It's just, you have to pick and choose. How do you want it? And what do you want for yourself really? and, And be aware of that. So this was kind of my first manifestation before the soulmate even happened.
0: Oh, wow. You know, it's, it's funny because there's that book, um, Think and Grow Rich by uh, Napoleon Hill, where it's like literally, and, and it also all sorts of, I mean, spiritual manifestation, you know, like there's this, this book, Conversations with God, that talks about, you know, to manifest is to act and, and to really believe like you're saying. And it's like, once you become a part of it, then somehow you're able to, to create it. But I, I love the fact that you could just see yourself there. See, I have a very hard time because I don't see things. I know things. I don't mm-hmm. know why I know them. I, my gift of claircognizance is gift of knowing is what my strong point is. And like, so what, so that's actually with my irony is I'll see a sign or I'll get an intuitive pull. Like you're supposed to talk to that person. You're supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, so that's where my guides, but like, I, I guess, you know, when I can't, I, I know I shouldn't say can't, <laughs> but visualizing, like I close my eyes and there's just nothing there.
1: So, you know what? I think every one of us has a different way of looking at life. I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. My strength is that I can see people and then 20 years um, see them again and I'll remember their face. Just Oh, wow. Because I have a visual memory however each one of us has an ability so I would say if it's not visual what would be the sounds what would be the story what would be kind of the keywords or who would be the people that you want to meet Mm, so I think we we shouldn't be stuck on one way or another it should be more to align it to who you are So I've helped two friends of mine to find their soulmate. And the way we did it was by starting to shift. And the brain is a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's connecting you to the right places. And we go, we tend to go to the negative because that's kind of the, the way it happens to protect us. You know, the small brain says oh you can do it there's this little voice all the time but when you look at the biology of us the amazing thing is that we can learn new things and the minute you learned and immerse yourself in the new learning your brain is taking it with strides Mm -hmm. so what I've started to do with people is to mitigate this negative voice by Introducing new and a bright new things. I love that. And yeah. I do it with everything. I believe that you have to become one with what you do, in a sense that you have to take your skill set and introduce it in the way you work. So if I say that I have to be um inspire people, I hope that I inspire my clients. If I say that you have to be transparent. I have to be become transparent. So it's it's kind of, you have to align yourself with who you want to be mm-hmm. and with the people you want to be with.
0: Absolutely. I think that when we, you know, what you were saying about the voices, you know, with our with our mind and, and telling us, I think that when we stay so true to our heart and our soul, it's kind of like you stay true to your, to what your, you know, what your heart was telling you in that first initial interview. And be like, you know, this is not in alignment. And, you know, that is for the listeners. It's like, if it doesn't speak to you, just know another door will open up. You know, we just have to, we we just have to sometimes have the courage to just step out when we're not sure, but we don't always have to take just that safe route. If it doesn't, if it doesn't feel, if it doesn't feel good to us, there's a reason maybe why, You know, this isn't really necessarily the path. And so if we really do tap into that alignment and, and it can even go with, you know, clients you work with, or just people you're associated with, you know, I think it's just so, it's so powerful when we can stay so true to ourselves, which is what I actually think as what also helps us connect on that more divine level too.
1: Yeah. I believe that um, growth can come in different ways. We all came here to do something and, and to sharpen our abilities, to grow our heart, to expand the way we do things. And we connect with people that also challenge us to do better or to grow our abilities. And it's, it's quite amazing how people, when they decide to support one another, can create amazing and truly magnificent things together. Well, From absolutely. building new applications to creating new solutions. Um, I'm in, in the design thinking realm, in strategy, and I see such amazing things are happening. You know, and Once you look at them and you look for them, you see things completely in a different way. And that's partly why I decided to open up Nuke, Because Noop is all about finding this new, exciting new thing for your business. What could be your leverage? What could be your thing that is unique to your business that can create a new space? Well, I can't wait. Never been there.
0: I can't wait to get into noop a little bit more, but you know, in, in the sense that's, that's actually with, with my irony is that it is meant to be this co-creation, even though it's yeah. my irony, we take out the I, cause it's not about I, it's about we and something so much greater and, and truly this divine design that maybe we don't understand, but when we start looking at the pieces that have been like put together, like even how you and I connected. You know, so many times, and I'm always going to give a shout out to Jeff Pulver because Jeff Pulver is the reason of, oh my goodness, at this point, so many of my guests, but because of taking that chance to, you know, join the, the, his incredible networking group, the Zulas, and I'm just going to say it's pulver.com, P-U-L-V is in Victor, E-R.com. You want to join listeners for really beautiful, heart-centered, amazing conversations with people around the world, you know, please join. But, you know, it's like, I mean, first off, I'm going to ask, how did you meet Jeff?
1: So I heard about the group last year Mm -hmm. and um, I decided to try it out. And I was amazed at the level of kindership
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and support. And it's not your regular networking group. I am a part of six or seven networking groups. But what I like about this group, and um, it's your Thursday morning charger. No. I, it doesn't matter in what capacity I can be. I go in and it stops the world. And it, you're just there. Yeah. And you're present. And then you can start your day. And especially on Thursdays, our batteries we're zoomed out. Our batteries are low. So this is a great way to introduce um, some energy and kindership and uh, optimism. And what I do love about it that you learn new things. And yes. um, and most of the people have this sense of telling their story in a very exciting and new way. So I love hearing people. It's It's kind of
0: Oh, well I love that and again can't wait to hear it now we'll, we'll go into you know you the master manifester here how did you manifest your beautiful your you know your amazing soulmate <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so um it wasn't just me it was my healer Ronnie Livonne. okay and um she's a powerful person and healer she's really unique
2: and when you're talking, to to her. and when
0: you're talking, I mean, there's so many different types of healers. So if you can share what type she, of
1: healer you would describe her as, from biofeedback all the way to helping people find their soulmate and love, and she helped a lot of couples form. Um, one of the things that we've done is was to visualize my soulmate and to start seeing him. And for me, as a person of color and visuals. Um, because of my professional abilities I started to see Jonathan before I met him and I saw him almost every day and you know what the interesting thing is the minute I started to visualize him the whole attitude of mine was different I started to magnetize people around me. Like people would stop me in the street and start talking to me. It was absolutely amazing. And then the interesting part was that I never thought that I would live anywhere else but Israel. Well, maybe Paris. Paris was mine.
0: Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to live in Paris? I want to go live in Paris at some point.
1: (laughs) So, but... um, We met when he was on vacation and uh, Ronnie LeVon created this uh, event. It was my first uh, group meditation. And Uh I was very nervous about that. And I remember even in the elevator, I thought about skipping it because I I didn't feel like, what do I go in and everybody do a meditation together. I don't know if I can do it. But the interesting part was So, first of all, I never experienced it as a group Mm -hmm. invitation. It's a very powerful um, experience energetically. Mm -hmm. I could see the energy lines of everyone in the room. It was pretty amazing. And then I could see that each person had different kind of colors. It was, was, for me, it was like, wow, (laughs) this is absolutely amazing. Have
0: you ever read the book, The Celestine Prophecy?
1: Have you? Yes, heard? I have. Yes,
0: it, it's very. It, it reminds me of what you were seeing along that line, and for our listeners, it, it's talking about. It's like you're 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 literally seeing the energy fields of of people. I mean, you are you're seeing their auras, but then you're seeing this this deeper connection. And I mean, how it powerful. was very
1: interesting. It's her meditation is about picking the thing that you really want, and it's in um august which is it's a very powerful day
0: okay and i have to ask do you remember what day it was because there's so many it things it was that a summer
1: solstice, so that's why it was so powerful but i can ask her and get back to you
0: i'm so curious because so many of the things of of everything that has been around myrony has been so connected to august so i just would love to
1: know what that day is there is some a point. big shift of energy it's a, it's but i can you know what I don't want to talk about something that is not in my realm of expertise. I can ask Ronnie and maybe you can talk to her directly and oh, um, yeah. we'll introduce you to, and you can interview her about,
0: you know her, what, uh, maybe we can even do a three-way. You can be my guest co-host and you can bring on your, your <laughs> healer friend that. and that would yes. be so much fun. So we will make, hopefully yes. we can make that happen. So so anyway so you're doing this group meditation you're
1: seeing and then all the of only this. guy that came in and he was two meter uh, 6.4 uh foot and he goes in and his his hand is so high and the only guy in the room thank you i think he almost slipped but we did the meditation and she started to put us together like Oh yeah you you're you're the tallest guys in the room you should you know stand up together or you should sit together like but I didn't understand it but then the next day she said oh he really wanted to date you so she basically um introduced us wow
2: basically-
1: okay so i got to go back a little bit so he's on
0: vacation
1: and he he comes to um he was invited to this group meditation but before that she asked him what are you looking in a woman in a soulmate?" and when he told her what he was looking for it was
2: you
0: so who was it that, that was the, that invited him was it your your i'm, I'm yes, sorry my what's...
1: friend ronnie, Levone, my ronnie okay yes.
0: so she okay so she knew him and, but Hugh said that he was on vacation. So where was he vacationing from?
1: Oh, he was vacationing from New York. Oh my goodness. He and came so, to see his parents on his last day. We had a date. Oh, I love it. And <laughs> it's, it was supposed to be an hour. It became almost two hours and that's it. And the thing is, when I came back, I called my mother and I said, huh. Oh, I met my soulmate no. I knew yeah I knew and the thing is it's it's very interesting because when I helped my client <laughs> to find her soulmate uh, we were working on a website and um, and then she called me and she said oh I met my soulmate I said oh great so she knew too I think when you meet the person you're supposed to be with it's a different tune. It's a well, different approach. It's there's kind of also a different
0: place. there's also different levels of soulmates, and I think because I I, I I will say um, even though my soulmate relationships haven't worked out, I there was this like almost it is a totally different feel. But I actually was connected to a bad soulmate when I mean, really, that's that's a you know that took was trying to take me down a different road. And it was like felt this attraction but more than just an attraction it is that like soul connection but then everything kind of like was not going the way that you know mm-hmm. i was like what's up with this and so i do want the listeners to understand if you're connected sometimes but then things are not you know if that if that so soulmate is not lifting right. you up that is you may have a soul connection but that's not the soul connection you necessarily want to stay with and
1: So I I separated and I want to separate and be clear. I think when it's a soulmate, I fell in love mm -hmm. with the guy and it did, it broke my heart to separate from him. Really. Literally I could hear my heart. Yeah. But I knew that staying with him would be the worst thing I could do with myself. Yeah. And to be, um, I had to be brave and do it for both of us,
2: mm-hmm.
1: even though it was really sad. But when you meet the right soulmate, it's a different tone because it's a kind of first of all, it's lighter. Yeah, and there is a lot of component of friendship. Um, it's ease. It comes with ease.
2: Yes, and
1: you allow yourself to be yourself, which is a is a different tone when it's you know, um.
0: I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. My, my parents had this beautiful soulmate relationship where it was, um, you know, the first time my dad met my mom, he knew, he knew and told her one day I'll marry you like that day. And, you know, I, um, I feel like sometimes I'm like a soulmate whisperer where I see the soulmate connections to people. It's, it's just, um but it's just, it's also for, you know, our listeners to recognize sometimes kind of like in your situation that broke your heart, it was a soulmate. But it was only meant to be for so long because Mm -hmm. you were meant to connect to something to, to really, you know, like when you can connect to that level of what you have and where it just, I mean, that's what we all strive for. And, and I think sometimes we are asked to, you know, take that chance. It's like, if it's not exactly, well, not exactly. I mean, not, not all relationships are easy. I'm not saying that, but that connection, if it's not something that you're like, you know, I really do want this for forever it's like you know hold out and try to find that forever because I think that's the most beautiful thing we can we can connect to
1: I feel like it's in the movies and I think now there is a change they used to show it all the way to the marriage and not after Mm -hmm. what people don't understand we've been married 15 years so what I do believe that it's a lot of work first of all good relationship is a lot of work mm-hmm. you have to think it's kind of built in if you want a soulmate this is just the beginning and yes. then you work on everything else it's the affinity it's the love it's the talking about transparency it's also taking care of one another and really making the spouse day brighter yeah and it's really every day we try to make each other laugh and do something nice to one another or we cook together or we do something and we really make anything possible to make the other person happy. That's it's, so beautiful. It's, yeah. And it's about helping one another. So Jonathan would make me coffee in the morning and I would, you know, <laughs> make him juice or, or just cook something special that he loves and. And to support emotionally and and to talk about things. And I think um, if you're, it's not for the fainted heart. Mm -hmm. Relationships are the best thing, but you also have to commit to it and to be there and to show up and to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. Because there are days and there are days and there are days you're cranky and you're... (laughs) <laughs> and you don't want. You know, <laughs> no, because we forget that we're. Um, I think Ronnie said it when I met her. And she said it's so wonderful. We want to be, at least I wanted to be flat.com, happy all the time. And I'm quite a happy person. So for me, not to be happy was, oh my God, what happened? But we have all these transitional emotions that are supposed to be there Mm they're part of our life and they're very important tools in our arsenal when we don't see them that way well because emotions are the growth for us exactly
0: it's actually during those darker times that then we can appreciate when when we are having those happy joyous beautiful blissful you know because you 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 have to have this duality to truly understand what that beautiful side is so so okay so you guys went on a date on his last day being in you know (laughs) being there then he's got to go back to New York (laughs)
1: yes so so what the heck happened from there (laughs) it was very interesting because the seven hours difference and this is a unique thing because there was a time difference because it was far away we had to make the effort get to know one another
0: right
1: it wasn't the regular relationship that you start dating you Mm -hmm. get you know it's too fast we had to extend ourselves to know one another and i think that was part of the success because he he wrote me emails and i would wake up and there was an email from him every morning no we would sit i don't know if you remember skype and um And Microsoft had MSN. So we would try either Skype or MSN and maybe both. One was sound and one was visual. It was just the beginning. So I would eat dinner and he would eat lunch and we'd eat together and kind of started like that. And uh, yeah, and the first time I came here, we practically lived together. You know, it's like from first day to practically living together
0: I mean I love that because I think that when you know you know and like but you did get to know each other on such a intimate it's you know, a long level time.
1: Think-
0: yeah, yeah. But how yeah. long how long was it before you were able to you know physically be there in New York and I mean I'm, I'm sure you guys may have visited so each other So it was
1: August to October then I I came here I was mm-hmm. here for almost two weeks. And then in January he came to Israel, mm-hmm. so I met his family, his whole family in one event. That's <laughs> a lot—30 family members in the same event. Um, but I'm a friendly person, so you know. Yeah. It's hard to take me out of uh, my.
0: Well, how and also when you hear the story, how couldn't his family be like, I mean, this is so destined to be like, just how absolutely beautiful is that, you know, like so powerful. So, um, so, but how long were you guys, you know, dating this way before you ended up moving to? Well,
1: I think um, by December the next year, we decided okay. to get married. I started to organize everything and I had three product launch at the same time so I was like
0: wow um, you're busy
1: (laughs) yeah and and selling my stuff and moving everything to New York and and uh, it was yeah I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning all the way to two o'clock and work all day and and organize things and but it was interesting you know and I feel like I got a lot of help Mm -hmm. not to be stressed and all my friends and family really supported me because Jonathan was here. I was planning the whole wedding by myself, um, which was interesting <laughs> because there is a lot of details.
2: Who yeah. thought
1: that weddings could be so detail-oriented? I'm glad that I'm project management. I understand how to build things because it's a huge amount of information. Uh, but it was nice. It was exciting times. Um We did um, a love event, and then we got married in New York, um, in Mamaroneck, in Westchester. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you know, I got married one time. I don't know how much of my story, but you know, for uh, for you know, any listeners that haven't heard this, but I literally was engaged and married in six days when then my dad passed away one week to the time that I got married. So I literally planned a wedding in six days for fifty people. (laughs) <laughs> and the funniest thing, Lamore, is that the first dress I tried on, the first wedding dress, dress of my dreams, they actually did two dress fittings that week. So it fit me perfectly. The shoes wow. in the bridal salon were the last pair in my size. My whole <laughs> bridal ensemble was bought in no joke, three hours with lunch. <laughs> I mean, it was so crazy how this wedding, like when you look at pictures, you would never think that this was in a hospital courtyard. But it's, you know, wow. so I can't say that I ever went through the pressure of planning a wedding because it was just like, everybody's like, well, you write is, a-. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I see, I see my friends and I'm like, I understand when it's like such a, you know, it's a big production, you know, it, it can totally just, and especially when you're, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing, you know, I mean, you gotta, you, you have all your family, you know, I mean, that's a lot. So I. You know, I think knows? the
1: problem was that people really. It was hard for my friends and family because I was leaving.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: there was an, an emotional change, um, and there was a part in our wedding that you know friends were tearing up because you know they knew that I'm flying to New York the next day. Wow, um, so that's why I'm saying that it had all kind of components. Um, the interesting part was that I. Um, at the same time we had a huge um, product launch that was two weeks after my wedding was supposed to go all over the world all over Europe let's say for and um, like three events and and exhibitions and oh my god it was great shows and we were building a booth and design and and yes, and all the, the production around it. Um, and I didn't have time to think. I, I was working, I extended myself. But the nice thing was that when I came to New York after sleeping three days, um, we did kind of an vacation before the wedding so I can sleep a bit and then mm-hmm. come to the wedding together. So that was smart. Mm -hmm. We came together, we came with Jonathan's daughter, and we even had time to take her on a trip in Tel Aviv and in Jerusalem and to show her around, so it was nice. Uh, We had time to spend before.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I just, for, for the listeners, if they've never heard this, my marriage did not last. I just had this, you know, really pretty six day wedding. But, you know, so maybe one day I'll be able to plan one of the more, you know, bigger weddings. <laughs> but I, I love the fact that you, you know, um, it really is this, um, actually, Ellie Goldsmith, um, he, you know, he describes his divine providence. And I, I feel like, I mean, your story is so, truly that you know it's like really talk about taking that leap of faith and but you just know right and so so how do you enjoy being in New York and you know
1: I decided that I'm going to immerse myself in the place and create new form alliances create a new business uh, build my relationships I have wonderful friends and family here and um I don't know i built my whole life i'm a very uh, communal person i like mm-hmm. my community so i was really in, it was important for me the first two years are the hardest yeah it's again i don't recommend long distance relationship um you have to be aware of so many things and it's really interesting i met a couple of people who've done something like that and moved mm-hmm. for their spouse um and usually it's it's a lot of work. You have oh, to yeah. be aware um, from English and living in a space that you don't know and you have to learn the culture. It's not even the English, understanding the, the minute things that's happening around you that you see it, but you don't completely understand it.
0: Well, and also New York. I mean, I grew up in New Jersey, so I grew up out an hour outside New York City. You know, New York City is its own... Its own animal a in the sense. I mean, yeah, it's a realm. Like in the sense, like it's not like anything else. I mean, there's so much the energy and and everything that's going on. So, you know, I, I can't even imagine what that would be to just be you know immersed yourself. But you know, having your soulmate there, you know, to to be able to hold your hand during all that, but just to have the courage to be able to do that is so incredible. So. So now you know we go into um, because you you have your uh, LMD you know designs and then you were saying um, you know before that noop is actually uh, has its own irony so l- let's let's talk a little bit about that too
1: <laughs> so noop was um, created because i could see that we're wasting a lot of time on trying to figure out the applications for the clients. So if they want a rebranding, we work on the logo and visual system and the identity system. And But then if you don't have alignment of the management and the leadership, it takes longer, it costs them more money, the frustration level is so high. So what I have started to see that to get a great project going, I start pulling up the leadership around the brand and -hmm. the strategy and finding out what really is going on in the business. The more I understood what's going on in the business and where they are and when they want to be, let's say in five years, what is their dream for their business? What is the vision of the CEO or um, the president? What do they want? Mm -hmm. and sometimes they say it, you know, flat out, but sometimes you have to pull it out of them by asking around, we have like 40 questions, and we start to pull that and that, and and for me, once you see the tapestry of the brand, you can help them, so that was one solution. The second solution that we saw was the real gap was how companies talk about their exit strategy. Uh-huh. And this is a big thing because companies don't, even if they plan their business around their uh, financial, they don't think about what would be the succession. And I started to see that I had three companies that I built them up just before they got sold. Uh-huh. It was really amazing. And they got like 30% more in return because their brands were suddenly international. Everything was aligned and pulled in and you know, looked much bigger than they are. And so then I started to see the gaps because again, if you don't think about, it's going to happen next year.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And, and if you're not ready, then you have to scramble but if you are ready and you do it five years or 10 years before and you plan your exit strategy for the future, then you have more options. Mm. And it's really interesting because now I meet my irony, mm-hmm. I meet a lot of people that are suddenly very interested in it. So I already have uh, three potential clients and they're talking, they're so excited about their business. Just mm-hmm. to hear them getting excited this way is going to get them a lot of new clients because when you are excited about your business, there is an energy forming around you. So people are excited about you. And when people are excited about you, suddenly you get more clients and more leads, and everything is happening. Yeah. So, what I want to do is help, I kind of want to fill in the gaps. And the third thing that I noticed that's happening with LMD design, but I, you know, because we were, again, in the applications, a lot of clients see you as, oh, you're, you'll take the and build the website. They don't understand that the strategy around the business is really important because you build the website and every other branding system around the business strategy. Mm-hmm. If the business strategy is clear as crystal, and if you have all the elements, then you can create something magnificent because you can build a brand and website and any other application, really, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as everything is aligned. So what I started to think about, and this is really cute, it started with noop because we can Nookify your business. <laughs> we can help you find what is unique and what is exciting about your what you do now, but also look at the gaps. What is not happening in your business? What is happening in the category that you don't see? Because it's, it's happened in real estate. But then I'm pulling it from real estate into technology and I see it together. Mm-hmm. A lot of B2B businesses thought that they don't need to, oh, we don't need this, we don't need this. Well, you know, it's 2021, we all have to be nupified. And, um, and that's why I created Nook because it's kind of, we all have to th- rethink our services, our, how do we talk to clients and also what will happen in five years? Like how do we want to exit
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what would be amazing for us? And once you start thinking this way, you know, it's like you said, you can plan a wedding in five days. <laughs> You start looking at the solutions and how amazing it is. And we are now working with a client that we basically, he's in the manufacturing space. And it's really interesting because it's, again, it's my irony, it came while I was working on Noop. So we're starting to work while we just launched the website, but this is a Noopifying your business kind of a project. We're building a new product that he couldn't even imagine. Like he wanted A and we're seeing F. Like we can already see where it could go. Mm -hmm. Just because the right people, and it took me a while to find the right team, the right talents to create the solution. So it's, again, it all managed to be in the right time and the right way yeah, right like well, I
0: think I think it's so it's so powerful for our listeners, you know, there's there there's our time and then there's sometimes divine time. And sometimes when things aren't happening, it's because maybe you haven't connected with those that you're meant to connect with. I just freaking love that you've come up with your own word and you have, you know, (laughs) you can, you can create a verb, you, you know, you got it as a noun, you got it as a, you know, like, it's awesome.
1: (laughs) It's just the beginning. So the next thing that we want to do is um, a group called Noob Storm. And the whole idea is about, is about leveraging so people can come in and, and, you know, be excited. I want to create a space where people are inspired to get excited about their business. And also, we are all Zoomed. So, if we're not in the coffee shop, you know, we used to go to Starbucks or in the train station and meet people and start networking organically. So, I want to create a space where we can be the new startup. You know, you can build up new things find a safe space that you can for 30 minutes just find new ideas for your business and get excited you're 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 able to do that yes
0: yeah well I think it's so powerful you know versus one mind when we can bring many minds and and you know just having those different perspectives and rather than creating we're able to co-create and you just never know and, and that's really how you know um, all the possibilities open up. It's kind of like you were saying with your client, he saw A, but you see A, B, C, D, E, F.
1: <laughs> you, know, you saw like a whole well, because line. Because I've been working in the space for so long right? and I'm working with different clients. And this has always been my ability to see, you know, to see the horizon. Yeah. Like You would give me something simple and I could see five possibilities just by looking at, this object, oh, you can do this and this and this and this. This is how my brain works. This is, you know, it's, it's by nature. Right. However, I think after so many years and so many different businesses and categories, you build up this affinity to look at different categories and see, oh, this could work. Like we can take this from here and this from here, and this could be something new. So what I want for the group is to really be, first of all, this low key, low stress kind of group that people Mm -hmm. can come in, but also to do something every week that people can come in and get inspired and and get this 30 minutes of like a shot, get (laughs) notified, feel like everything is possible because I hear so many great ideas the thing is, it's not just the great idea. Is how do you go to market with it?
0: Right. How do you execute but I, it?
1: That's it. So what I wanted to do, and this is where I identified a problem. The problem is how to make it happen and how to go to market and how to launch it. Because, okay, I have at least two potential clients that they have a beautiful product. They have no clue how to go, you know, and build it up in the market that people can be aware of it. Mm. because nobody's signing up to their app and nobody's seeing it so it's there but it doesn't really exist right so it's not just doing Facebook ads you have to make them excited like you said about this company and you share it you start talking about it you build an energy around it and people are excited and interested so how do you create this interest around it and yeah, you can do so much with marketing, and marketing is amazing. However, it all starts with the strategy. If you have the right strategy around the product and your idea, then it builds up the correct way. Right. What we want to do is is to start create myronies around your business, create these moments that could build up this. Amazing idea that you never thought that could be oh so effective for you. Oh, I never thought about it. It's uh, yeah, this is how you build it up.
0: That's incredible, but I love the word nupify. <laughs> just absolutely. Like <laughs> that is the coolest word ever. I'm
1: like <laughs> that's nupify business. And I you know yes. what? I'm doing it with my client now and I actually starting to call it nupify. And I said to her today in our meeting, I said, "You know what? Look at that. We started with amplifying, and we finished with nupifying you." Yes, <laughs> like, this I know. Is how I, it is.
0: I might have to ask you, how do I nupify my irony to get out to the
1: world? <laughs> so you know what? We can talk about it because there is a lot of ways. It's all about building layers to the brand. Yeah, and understanding that. You know, everybody's talking about brand strategy, brand strategy, but they kind of diluted what it really means. There is essence to every business idea. There is a soul of the business, right? Mm -hmm. So once you understand where it wants to live, meaning what is the mission? What is the vision for the company and how do you really take it there? Yeah. So I would say what we try to do is start to see where do you want to be and what is most important to you? Mm -hmm. The value of the brand. And then we see, oh, so you do this and this and this. So what do you need to do connect this piece and this piece to grow it together? Yeah. Kind of a puzzle that you build up, but you have to have good building blocks. Mm -hmm. And this is where people sometimes do a shortcut because they don't believe that they should invest in the true understanding of strategy, the brand strategy.
2: Right. So
1: I would say this is the investment. If I can talk to anybody and I'm not saying it should be me necessarily, but I'm saying strategy is the blueprint of success because Mm -hmm. it's understand how each component of your business interact. So if you want to go to be international, there are certain steps that you have to start now when you're small to envision what it would be to be an international um, brand. Right.
0: right. So when you
1: start now in infancy, right. to build up the right brand awareness and the right um, components and the brand systems, it will be easier for you as a business to build up to, to be an international brand.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and again, listeners who, who doesn't want to be noopified by <laughs> Lamar Morgenstern? I, I mean, seriously, if I'm going to work with somebody who can help build a brand, I want to be noopified. Like that is the coolest word ever. <laughs> I just love it. I just, I, I love the fact that today the irony is, is that you literally launched it today. Right. It's like it just yes. came out today. And here we are having this incredible, um, you know, just uh today is March thirtieth of twenty twenty one. And the fact that just, you know, today's the day you chose for us to be able to do this interview. I give you my calendar, you know, mm-hmm. here, pick a day, and it just so happens to be today. So I love I love the divine Myrony about that. I love like That's all true. the Myronies, you know, like I feel honored that you're able to share, you know, this new, your, your new company, you know, here through this podcast, because I mean, the cool thing with podcasts, you never know who's going to be listening. You know, it's it's so interesting, the podcasting world, but then to just hear your incredibly beautiful. I mean, you'll have to send me a picture of you and Jonathan at some point. I just like, I got to see a picture of you too, because I've just like, Like I, when I see you talk about him, it's just the way you light up is like one of the most beautiful things. I think that when we can have that connection with someone, it's just,
1: I, um, I'll tell you something more. Okay. Business was built up while my husband was looking, what would I do for the next 10 years? And he found a new job on the same day that I soft launched the website.
2: Oh, Wow.
1: Wow. He was interviewing and we have um, close by offices. uh, And I could hear him um, talking about the position. And he's starting next week. Oh. Everything he wanted, he got.
0: Oh, that's so wonderful. Oh, that's such a, that's such a good noob story. So
1: I think if I can say anything for anybody who listens is be tuned to what you really want. Like you really heart wants. Like the heart song. We all have a heart song.
0: Absolutely. Really
1: we care about. It's beyond money and assets and things. It's kind of the most important things. Why we came here. Not to have more things. Yeah. We have to think about what we want to be. Or who and what we want to do. And it's really important that we will align ourselves mm-hmm. because when you do something, when you're good at something,
2: mm-hmm. this
1: appreciation and the sense of pride, you know, um, we work together on Noop and um, he's my partner in this um, Noop, <laughs> Noop uh, project when I started it. And um, it's very interesting how we work together. Yeah. Um, He really understands what I want to say, and he helps write it down. And we sit down and we check everything, and we work well together.
2: Oh, and I love things,
0: and I love the fact that your logo, even though this is a podcast and eventually it's going to be on YouTube, but it's this beautiful heart within. You know, it's 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 such a it's such a powerful logo of what you've created, where it's actually showing the love of the two of you creating this, but then, you know, to be helping these companies really create and and build their their brands from that level of passion and, you know, yes. really truly and alignment. And you know, that's um, that's just so, so powerful.
1: Everyone who built their own business and you understand it because you're building your business. Yeah. We put our heart and soul. Yeah. And every CEO I spoke with they put so much time and energy to make it work and succeed. And no matter the politics or how big the organization, there is a level of commitment. So you have to be aligned with what you care about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's important when you build branding, or when you think about building brands, and that's why I love what I do. You have to vision with them Kind of what it could be
0: yeah you're,
1: you're kind of in the journey with them to see where it could go and you know what the most amazing thing for me was that you know what i'm excited about my what i'm excited about the business i can think about new and new ideas and i have new projects in my mind and new initiatives and this is for me says oh we did our job because we needed to create an energy around it to help the business develop or create what it could be
2: Mm
0: -hmm. well and also uh, for the listeners i mean if you're going to work with somebody we've already heard lamora is a master manifester (laughs) so why couldn't she manifest that for your business too
1: (laughs) you know what it's really interesting uh i worked with um a photographer in real estate, and she wanted to be like one of the top photographers in uh, New York mm-hmm. in real estate. And um, we created uh, her website and brand. And the amazing part is when we created Green House NYC, um, it, she did a lot of work, but her website and the whole brand wasn't positioned correctly.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: um, I don't know if you remember, but virtual staging just was in its infancy. Oh, because, okay, yeah. You know what? This is something that's going to grow like fire. You need to take it and run. And she took it and you run and her business is booming, especially now in the pandemic. It's unbelievable.
2: Oh yeah, the staging okay.
1: business is becoming like a source of revenue that is unbelievable. And she's an amazing businesswoman. And it's nice to see, you know, how you're invested in your client's success, because otherwise you cannot think about great solutions if you're not. If you're not invested, you shouldn't do it. You should do something else.
0: Yeah. But otherwise you can't find
1: the right solution.
0: I'm going to say you're you know you, you are such a special you know you're you're so special in the sense of like you really truly care you're, you know this passion you know that you want to see but you also you you connect to so much more you know it, it isn't about it, it isn't just a, well obviously it's not just about money you know it's it's about passion it's about you know finding what that alignment is and I I think that that's what's so powerful with what you with what you're creating.
1: And- Listen, creating a, a great project or a great product or a great brand requires a lot of thinking mm-hmm. and a lot of luck. Meaning, yeah. introducing this moment of, of brilliance that you can say, oh, I can take this and this and this and it can come together and we have a noopifying moment. <laughs> but... What I did find is that if the team is inspired, when we, when we inspire the team
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they work with us and everything is aligned, then it's unbelievable what happens. I've worked with so many projects on bigger and larger startups or companies and then really local um, com- communal stores. Yeah, but the amazing part is, and this is the when we talk about the heart story of branding is how when you look at the brand legacy how people are invested in their project or business like how long have you done your business and how you want to grow it and where do you want to be with it and I can see you international like when you start to look at yourself as as A brand there is a vision that you want to to acquire no there there's
0: yeah there's an absolute vision because i feel like i'm just a messenger of this divine word that has been given to me and you know i have i i do have a a crazy story on the other side you know you and i've had our, our our private talks but Um, I'm kind of being guided, you know, I've shared with you those messages, but I, I want to, I want to share this last little message about frustration, because I feel that this is who you are in this, being able to lift people up. you mind if I share this, this message that came through? So this message came through back in, um, September of 2016. And it says, frustration is a powerful emotion dancing with the human psyche. It is both positive and negative. Frustration can push a spirit into hyperdrive, a willful stubbornness to overcome all obstacles and achieve the elusive goal. Frustration can also be defeating, robbing the spirit of inspiration, motivation, and satisfaction. Sometimes both sides of frustration are present simultaneously. The tenacity of the spirit to focus on the positive despite the negative is spiritual growth. Spirits become weary when inundated with frustration, giving up is an option, but not a solution. When frustration incapacitates and immobilizes a weary spirit, another spirit must refill the weary soul with joy, enthusiasm, and hope—the strength and courage to continue on their path despite setbacks. And I see you as that—that that spirit filling, you know, filling your clients with that, you know, the the vision and the you know being so creative and but really that joy, enthusiasm, and hope and. I just, um, I feel so honored to, you know, have had this, uh, to, now, to know you, but to have this incredible conversation, literally on the launch of your, your mm-hmm. incredible new company, Noop Innovations. So, um, so Lamar, how can people um, connect with you? What's the best way that they can?
1: Uh, so they can either go to the website. I created a really simple form that they can talk about what they're looking for. And we can start from there. We usually do an introductory meeting. The website is uh, noopinnovations.com. So it's really simple to remember. Um, I would recommend that coming to us, you have to understand that it is a process. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen in a day. There is a lot of thought and, and kind of um, commitment from both sides to to make it as successful as it could be. Yeah. And the second thing is um, what I hope for a lot of businesses, and I think this is kind of the post-pandemic wishful thinking we all have, is that a lot of people will do their digital transformation and understand how to utilize technology to better their business. Mm
2: -hmm. Like
1: what can they automate, what they shouldn't, ever automate like answering machines which kind of <laughs> is bad and I think if I could say anything to all the big companies is you should rethink <laughs> your <laughs> your automation portion of that because frustration level right high especially now and um and I would say um don't put the same music when you have people waiting online 20 minutes so that's my two cents about sound bites but I would say when you think about branding you should think about who do you talk to and how mm-hmm. and something simple like that could be so meaningful if you consider the person on the other side so always think about how would your how would you think or feel when you are on the other side? Being yeah. your client's shoes is such an invaluable um, recommendation that I could say, because once you understand how frustrated your clients could be or how upset or how stressed they are right now, and not just now, it's now is just the, the level is so high, um, The second thing that I would say, there is a lot of new opportunities right now because of this time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And with this huge industrial revolution that we're going through, um, maybe we should say digital transformation, but it is huge. And it's just the beginning.
0: Absolutely. Some of it
1: is amazing. Some of it is scary. (laughs) Some of it is great. Some of it is concerning. However, um, we creative people should take responsibility because we create worlds. We create products. We have responsibility to create good products and good things that can help people through this. Yeah. And when you think about design thinking, this is our realm. -hmm. We need to figure out how to make it easier on people, not harder. Absolutely, make it simple and stupid simple, even. Yeah, easy and not frustrating. Because so many applications that I go in and I, like, what were you thinking? (laughs) Like, why would you do that to anyone, including me? Like, why am I as a user? I have to, you know. Yeah, they,
0: they, they need to be noopified, so. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Lamar. Thank you so much for sharing your absolutely, absolutely beautiful soulmate story. Again, I'm just so happy, you know, for, I mean, Wow, talk about really you are a master manifester, but you know, that's so incredible. And I'm so excited for you know what you're creating and how you're going to help people and you know be able to, you know, really bring people to that next level um, through what you're doing and and yeah, and get and get the word, you know, I'm trying to get the word Myrony out globally. We got to get Nupify out globally for sure. <laughs>
1: I think it's a possibility when you, again, it's all about how you start planning. We believe that planning is kind of visioning. Yeah. And then you start building up step by step and you create this blueprint that you can apply. It takes, it might take longer. It might even not happen and something else amazing will happen. It's really interesting. And I've seen it with at least two companies that they started with one vision and they wanted to be something and then something happened along the way and through this process we found out that they should be even completely different
0: absolutely because what
1: they what they said and what they were was not the same thing and once you that's why it's so important to always talk to the leadership because when you start to understand what's in the grain of things so I would say, start writing what you want and see what's happening in the gaps, not what is written.
2: Mm-hmm. What is
1: in between the lines? Because there you can find the cherished moment. Ah, this I is love- where the gold lies. Yes.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, again, we're going to have to bring your, your friend on. I'll have to have you as a guest co-host and we'll, we'll have that conversation. Cause I know that will be a fun spiritual conversation, but we can go <laughs> yeah. on the, you know, the, a different deep dive. And so a yeah. uh, Again, thank you so much for sharing your story today, and you know every all the listeners. You, you need to become noopified for anything. It's just such a cool word, but you know <laughs> connect with Lamore and see how she can help your business. And to the listeners, I'll see you next time. Wasn't that amazing story about her soulmate and how she's created her new company Noop uh, that Lamore just shared? Absolutely amazing. And, you know, the one thing I just want to add is NOOP stands for New Opportunities, Outstanding Possibilities. I found that out right after we finished recording. I just wanted to add that last little bit in because, wow, NOOP has so much power behind it. So NOOP Innovations, definitely check it out. If you are looking for anyone um, that needs to, you know, take your brand to the next level, I definitely plan on doing the same with um with that's my Irony, but i just wanted to share what noobs stand for because we didn't get a chance to do that and if you want to find out more also about the that message i shared at the end about frustration and where that came from um you know please uh connect with me at that's and under my Myrony mentoring, I uh, love doing a 30 minute um, intuitive soul session where we can dive a little deeper and can explain where those messages do come from. So, anyway, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's Myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.